Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Channel F, the show where we pit your favorite Fanbyte staff members against one another in contests of skill and knowledge to win the prize. I'm your host, Mary Kay, and let's get started. Dylan Skiffington is a 2013 song by Canadian-born house producers James Doman and Antoine Bex. What? And uh, <laughs> someone just started uh, drilling outside my apartment, so that's great. <laughs> um, but uh, there's also a vocal performance by American singer Cece Peniston. On that one. I have no Ooh. clue. What? Finally, it's happened to me right in thank front you. of my face. That, that one. Yeah. That's thank you, John. Oh, um, no. And uh, that that was John Warren, who is a civil township of Washington County, uh, Washtenaw County, sorry, in the U.S. state of Michigan. As of the 2010 census, the population was 3,307. Pure Michigan. Thank you, Tim Allen, for being such an ambassador for our area. (laughs) Thank you. Just um, really encompassing all that that state has to offer from (laughs) cocaine to noises. Um, No, it's beautiful. Michigan's a beautiful place. Um, I've been to Detroit once. It was lovely. And last but not least, Michael Hyam is a 1921 British silent adventure film directed by Sinclair Hill and starring Hugh Buckler, Madge White, and Miles Mander, based on a short story by Ethel M. Dell set in British India. Mm, That's facts. Love to see it. Yeah. Well, no, that's the other show. Ah, shit, my bad. Channel F. Yeah, that's what we say (laughs) whenever something's good. Channel F. Channel F. Hey, hey, what's up? Uh, So, uh... I was thinking over the weekend. I don't know why I was thinking about this. Um, you ever think about how many Mega Mans there are? There are quite a few games, yeah, and then 20, also right? like there's a lot. Twenty, something. I don't know, something like that. But then in all of them, there's like eight guys, right? So that's like like seven hundred guys. Yeah, there's so that's so a, many guys. That's in Mega a lot Man. of if guys. Can, yeah, if you can think yeah. of a kind of guy, they have invented it. Yep. Um, already. And like, we're only just catching up now online. Uh, so what I thought we could do is uh, I, I have assembled a list of Mega Men mm. or are they Mega Men or just robot masters? Who cares? Uh, and um, what I want you to tell me is, are these real or fake Mega Men? Great game, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, we'll just go. We'll go through like each of you. I'll just I'll, I'll we'll rotate instead of just people yelling things out like yeah. anarchy. We want to have some kind of structure here. We like to. <laughs> Organize things. Every time um, I've been on this show, I've thought, God, it's so structured and good. God, it's, it's so structured. <laughs> we love how planned it is yeah. and how the points are real and definitely kept track of. Um, so, uh, Michael, we'll start with you. Uh, Heat Man, is that Heat- a real or fictional? Well, they're all fictional. <laughs> no, <laughs> is that a real or fake? Real. Uh, um, Heat Man is definitely real. That's a legit. Mega Man, man. That is correct. Yeah. It's one of the earliest, if memory recalls. Mega Man 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you hear that? Drill Man. <laughs> that's Drill Man. That's, that's <laughs> That is Drill Man. Uh, that one is real. Um, uh, Dylan, how about Thrust Man? Thrust Man? Yeah. No, that's not. There's no way that's real. You can't name someone Thrust Man. <laughs> I mean, you could. Oh, you can't. But they didn't. Ugh. I mean, look. There's look. Okay. There's some weird ones. There's some right. weird ones. Yeah. John, how about Snake Man? Snake Man is uh, one has a really great theme, and it's from Mega Man Three. Mega uh, Snake Man's great. Uh, all right, that's you're, doing, real. you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. That's I, real. Sorry, right? I just really like Mega Man. So. <laughs> So Thrust Man, so Dylan was like, oh, there's no way you can have Thrust Man, but you can have Snake Man. You can have Snake Man, yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, Michael, uh, how about Top Man? <laughs> Say what? Like talking uh, like with your top, mouth? Top, Top oh, Man. Top Man. No, that's a store. That's fake. Uh, I'm afraid that is real. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm afraid there was a Mega Man robot based on a spinning top because yep. they were running uh, out of ideas and were like, what if this guy just is... spins around? Oh, Merritt, they were not running out of ideas. That was Mega Man 3. Like they, 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 well, they got a second they, wind. They, yeah, yeah. And and it's also con- like it should be the first one you do because the top man ability is really good against all the others. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Look at John over here. Fucking just, John. Like, let's, oh, what should we make our robots for? Like, and this is obviously, you know, other people have done this bit before, so I don't want to like claim to have invented this, but like, why why is he based on a top? What why possible use did he have? That's one of What's my favorite things about like the instruction booklets is that mm-hmm, they, they mm-hmm. would sometimes say like, I, and I don't remember what, what it said, but it's like top man was created in order to bring joy to children <laughs> or something. And it's like, okay, sure. that's why we gave like, him the ability to harm people uh-huh. by spinning around really quickly. Yeah. Is it like a, like a dreidel? Like did he, he was like, now dreidel man, that's a fascinating oh. idea. That's, a, that's an interesting idea. You know what I'm saying? Are yeah. there any Jewish robot masters? Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, Dylan, how about Pharaoh Man? Pharaoh Man? Pharaoh Man. I'm going to say that has to be real. It has to exist somewhere. They had to do like an Egyptian thing. Yes, he was created to uh, do museum exhibits or something, I think. Uh Uh-huh, yep. Uh, And that's why he can fire a burning sphere of energy that can kill you. Because he needs to do that to be a museum curator <laughs> yeah uh john i feel like you're gonna just know all of these but how about piano man uh <laughs> <laughs> well piano man is definitely real his name is billy joel um, uh-huh. <laughs> no, as far as i know that is not a real robot master 
But can you imagine if there was like an 8-bit version of Piano Man by oh Billy God. Joel as the stage music? So that, oh, that battle theme would be sick. I can see Piano Man too. Like his body is made out of a piano. Yeah. And, and he shoots got, musical notes at har- you or something. Harmonica jammed in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, Michael, how about Toad Man? Toad Man? Oh, Toad wow. Man. That's, that's, that's Jordo. Um... Toad wow. Man. Toad Man? Oh, fuck. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Real. That's correct. It is yes. real. And he doesn't like Snake Man, but Snake Man does uh. like him. Um, presumably <laughs> because he wants to eat him. Yeah. Oh. Which raises a lot of questions about robot physiology. Um, mm-hmm. That level is funny because it's raining and Mega Man can't jump as high because it's raining. And I've never That's figured true. that out. Like, why? But why underwater, that... he jump higher. He though. jump higher. It doesn't make any sense. Damn. So if water falling, why am I talking? You're, you're infecting me with your friend's reunion energy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Um, I at least did the Toad Man stage first in Mega Man 4 on the Game Boy Same. because uh, his weapon is really good. Yeah. Because it just hits everyone on the screen. But that rain coming down, it also, it, it does push you backwards mm-hmm. um, later on in the stage, which is annoying. Uh, Dylan, how about Puzzle Man? Puzzle Man. I think this one is real. You'd think it would be real. Sadly, there is no Puzzle Man. But that seems so obvious, right? Like, oh, Dr. Riley built him to uh, solve jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> like, that seems like it should exist. Uh, somehow it doesn't. Uh, John, Snail Man. Nail Man. See, here's snail, where... Here's snail where we, Man, not oh, Nail Snail man. man, Snail Man. Okay. Here's where we get in trouble because after, after like, six, it's... I'm... I'm less familiar with them. All bets are off. All bots are off. Man. Oh, that was good. Thank um, you. I'm gonna s- I'm gonna say yes. It's a robot master. I'm afraid there is no snail man. Damn. There is there is a crystal snail in Mega Man X2, which is about uh, the closest we will I'm, get to yeah. a snail man in this life. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Um, damn. Michael. Yo. How about Napalm Man? Napalm you know man. Napalm, the jelly-like flaming yeah. substance oh, that shit. they used in Vietnam oh, that yes. is terrific. To do war crimes um, with, yeah. Did yeah. you do war crimes with? Did they name a Mega Man character after that, do you think? <laughs> war crime man. Uh, Napalm Man sounds real. That sounds like some shit they would, they would put in a Mega Man game. And they did. And they did. They did do that. Wow. And his head is made out of a missile. <laughs> hate to see it. Hate to oh, see well, it. No, he actually, he has missiles for arms. Uh, yeah, uh, and he has tank treads for feet. You're you're supposed to fight him before Kissinger, man, not the other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, God. I hope there's at least like some some like backstory. You really, you really need his weapon to take on um, Agent Orange, man, too. <laughs> oh God! Um, oh my so, God! So, oh, Nate, you want some backstory about Napalm Man? You want to yeah, know what his like deal is? Sick yeah. lore. Um. He is generally considered to be a walking weapon, so even his allies feel uncomfortable near him, resulting in his lack of friends. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's kind of accurate, right? That's sad. I mean, he didn't choose to be Napalm Man. Yeah, it's like some Metal Gear shit where it's like they took someone's body and then turned them into some kind of like weapon of like mass destruction. Like, 
I don't know, it was like some Evangelion type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Take he didn't Napalm ask to man be born. out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't choose to have arms that were rockets. Okay? No, that's Dr. Wowie who did that. That was Dr. <laughs> Wowie. He was built to defend and protect Dr. Wowie's secret weapons f- facility factory. Um, and he loves weapons. So maybe he does love to, I don't know. Um, he's real though. He's real and he's spectacular. Uh, Dylan, how about Centaur Man? Centaur Man? Again, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say that has to be like a real thing. At some point, they had to have done a horse person. It is real, but think about this for a second, okay? Um, what is a centaur? It isn't. It is. Isn't it a horse person? Am I wrong? No, you're correct. No, you're it's correct. a horse person. It's a half man, half horse. So centaur man. Ah. What does that even mean at that point? Seventy five percent man, twenty five percent horse. <laughs> there you go. You know what I'm saying? So his, one of his grandparents was a horse. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, centaur man. I think he was also made to be a museum guide or something. Um, yes, he's a tour guide in an archaeological museum. And that's why he has a weapon that distorts space and time. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. So that's cool. Um, He does have four legs because he's a centaur. And we all left that for him. John, how about Clown Man? Clown Man, that is real. That's real. He's real annoying. Yep. That's for sure. (laughs) Yep. Um, He sucks. he, He sucks. We hate him. Uh, Michael. Yo. Come up, bust man. Bust man? <laughs> bust me like, like busting makes him Did feel I good. Stutter? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. Discord might be playing, playing, playing tricks. Uh, or as Jordan says, uh, awesome titties on bust man. Uh, I respect that. Ooh, <laughs> damn. Bust man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think bust man is 1000% real. Seriously? Oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, huh? Damn. I can tell if you were doing a joke or... No, no, no. I think Busman's real. I wish Busman was oh. real. Um, because that would be great. There is Burst Man, oh, uh, which is close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no Bust Man. <laughs> <laughs> bust Man. <laughs> I mean, but that's... These like, are good fake out. There's the, the Mega Buster. There could yeah. be a Bust Man. It's like, oh, he built him with a bigger arm cannon than Mega Man yeah. to bust him up. You know, mm, yeah. uh, Dylan, how about Hornet Man? Hornet Man? Yeah. I feel like every combination of animal has to exist at this point. So I will, uh, I'll, st- I'll keep my trend of saying this is real. Oh, you know, it's real. It's real. Yeah, shoot stingers. Um, he was created to pollinate flowers, which nope. is kind of strange considering that hornets don't do that. Yeah, they don't. They just sting <laughs> um, you. And, he has kind of a confusing design because his body is made out of honeycombs, which he releases robot hornets from. Yeah. That doesn't... Uh, what? So, Doctor, also Dr. Light made him. Yeah, Dr. Light made him. So, you can't even blame it, it on Dr. Wiley, this yeah. one. Dr. Light was like, hmm, what pollinates flowers? I know hornets. Hornets. I'm to not be fair, he's a doctor of robots. This. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> not plants, I guess. <laughs> um... Hornet Man was originally intended to be a female robot named Honey Woman. <laughs> okay. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Very mm-hmm. different and then he was, uh, vibes on that name. He was he was going to be called Stingman also. It's and then they Sting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Honey Woman design was later used for a character named Vesper Woman in the Mega Man Archie comics. Oh, I want to see that. Wow. Um, John, yeah. how about Sheep Man? Sheep man. Sheep man. Now, there is a robot master that looks like a sheep, and it does, like, electricity stuff. I can't remember if it's actually called Sheep Man, but I am going to say yes. Well, you're correct. Okay. Um, There is a sheep man, and he is electric for some reason. Well, electric sheep. Like Phil Static? Uh... Oh! Get it? Do androids dream of electric sheep? Oh! There you go. Um, that's used from Mega Man Ten, which also features Pump Man, oh. Chill Man. Ooh. Oh, that's me. And Strike Man, who is just a big baseball. <laughs> I like that. With, with a catcher's mitt for one of his hands. Uh, so. Could God throw a baseball so hard he couldn't catch it himself? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he could. He can do anything he wants. He's gone. He can do what he wants. Yeah. He can do literally anything he wants. Um, all right. Last batch here for you all. Michael, how about Rocket Man? Rocket Man. Rock Man is real, but Rocket Man? Ooh, Rocket Man's got to be real. Like, that's some that's some basic shit. It's got to be real. Well, I think it's going to be a long, long time before <laughs> Rocket Man is real. I lost the fuck out of this game. <laughs> you Damn. just don't understand. Uh, yeah. It's just your job. Five days, five days a week. All the science, you know. Yeah. Um, these are all going right over everyone. But no, 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 no. I, I, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I know. I know you're with me. If yeah. no one else got me, John burning, got me. We're burning out the fuels out here alone. Burning, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Y- y'all don't know that? Is that a music yeah. song? <sighs> music lyrics? Just move oh, on, on Mary. Wait, I can't. It's Elton John. <laughs> the oh, listeners will get it. It's all uh, right. <laughs> I'm not a boomer or white. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. <laughs> okay. I know. All right. I know. I know Damn. I'm just Look, kidding. Look, he's in an ad with Lil Nas X. Yeah. For, oh, that's for true, yeah. delivery. And my mom, they came on and my mom was like, oh, I love him. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I know you love Elton John. She's like, no, 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 Lil Nas X. Oh. What? I'm like, do you listen to his music? She's like, no, 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 no. I just like, I just think he's cool. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Um, so that's a little fun fact about um, my mom. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> Pirate Man. Pirate Man? Pirate Man. I'm going to... God, it, yeah, it, it feels like that has to be a yes, but... I'm going to say no, because I feel like there's been too many yeses in a row. Oh, you're trying to metagame. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's real. Damn. Yeah, you should have gone with your gut. Pirate Damn. Man. Now, why was Pirate? Why do you think Pirate Man was created? Steal things? To, uh, because they shut down digital stores in the world. <laughs> oh, damn. Good. That's a good answer. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. He Why? is yeah, literally just a pirate captain. 
He loves making and achieving profitable money when it comes to his nefarious activities while disliking the concept of fairness. I also like achieving profitable money. <laughs> we all love achieving profitable <laughs> all money. love that. <laughs> He's a relatable character in that respect. Uh, he doesn't get along with Dive Man because they prefer opposite principles regarding the sea. Pirate Man is unscrupulous while Dive Man is more honorable. Okay. So, I'm sure that makes uh, sense. Not at all, but sure. I get it. No, 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 no. John, last one. Yeah. Fake Man. Fake Man. Fake Man. Is it really fake? Fake Man. Wow. This would have to be a late... This would have to be like Mega Man 10 or 11 or something. Um, I don't think I could name a single Robot Master from 11. So I'm scared that it's from that. Ah, uh, no, I'm gonna say no. What are you? So what are you saying? It's no, it's fake. It's fake. Well, it is fake, man. Ah, it's real. So it is real, but it it is fake, man. Uh, fake man. (laughs) Fake man. He is a cop. Um, that uh, he was created to like imitate a police robot to arrest Doctor Light or something in Mega Man Nine. Uh, I believe he was a DLC boss character. But yeah, he's called Fake Man, which is just really funny to me. Fake Man <laughs> is a cop. Okay. Fake Man is a cop. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't know a couple of these. Thanks, Merritt. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Um, like I said, there's quite a number of these fellows. Um, how about Proto Man, though? Can we talk about Proto Man for a second? Proto Man's very cool. Proto Man's cool, but imagine, like, that your dad created you and was, like, named you, like, Practice Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, tr- like um, a I training could, kid. I, I, I could do better, the robot. I can do better, the robot, yeah. Uh, not only do you have some fucked up problems with your whole body and everything, but I'm going to just name you that. You don't get to be called, like, Rock or Mega Man or anything. Uh-huh. No, you're Proto Man. You're Proto Man. Although, to be like, fair, he is na- he is known as Blues in Japan. Oh. Mm. Which Proto is funny, because he's red. Yeah. But <laughs> it sort of fits in with the whole music theme, you know? So it's blues, rock, roll, rock, rush, roll, blues, bass. Beat. Beat. Treble. treble. Mm. Okay. Uh, There's no bass man? There's a... It's just bass. Uh, yeah, there is a guy named Bass. Yeah. That's kind of, that's in the later ones. It's weird that they didn't rename him for America. Yeah. uh, Well, he's, he, that is, he is renamed because his name in Japan is Forte. Oh, that's right. God, that's so weird though. Um, It is weird. They're like, oh, this one, we will keep the theme. (laughs) That's so strange. (laughs) They, they Capcom didn't really, couldn't really decide what they were doing in the nineties, I guess. Um, Well, that's Mega Man. That's the whole story. Um, <laughs> fake Man, Bass, Forte. Um, yeah, I, maybe one day we'll get a Mega Man 12 or yeah. X9. X9, I think. X9? I, I, I'm, I'm partial to Mega Man X. But oh, me too. I, I but do not. I don't think we're that. ever getting it. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I don't think we're ever getting it. I don't. I don't yeah. think eleven did particularly well. No, Dog. I don't think it did. It was supposed. It was. It did look pretty cool. Yeah, Mega I Man didn't buy it or play real. it, but I did watch a 
playthrough of it. That's so wild. I'm part of the problem, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, let's move on to uh, our next segment. But before that, uh, here is something from a sponsor, probably. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. back and uh talking about all the great Mega Man games we're playing right now <laughs> uh you know we're all playing Mega Man games we're all such big fans of the series and there's so many constant releases uh it's hard to keep up with that series uh John what are you playing right now which Mega Man game um is it that you're playing I've been playing uh Mega Man uh Mega Man Fox Adventure Fox Adventure. Yeah. Oh, so like um, Tail Tails Trouble Town or whatever it's called. Tails. Yeah, th- that's the one. Up. Lucky Lucky's Two no, Tail uh, Trouble or the, whatever. The Tails game for the game, the, the Game Gear. Ah, uh-huh, that's it. Lucky's no, I'm playing. Tales? I'm playing. I'm playing Tunic. Tell me about Tunic. Tunic's cool. It's made by an indie named uh, Andrew Scholdis. Scholdice. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um. But uh, it, that 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 it's an isometric Legend of Zelda like. You play as an adorable fox. This game is very fucking hard. <laughs> it's um, it's really weird. I think when Elden Ring came out, and I was like, "Wow, I love this game so much. I'm going to be playing Elden Ring for a long time." I hope some other stuff comes out that'll be like chill that I can mm-hmm. spend some time with. And like Gran Turismo came out, and that was real chill, and that's good. And then Tunic came out. It kind of like stealth. Or like you know, stealth dropped last week during a Xbox indie live thing. Um, I was like, Oh good. Like that'll be another change of pace, like a nice, easy mm-hmm. breezy, beautiful little God. game I could play. Oh, Tunic is so fucking hard. Um, and what makes it difficult? It is a game that, does not tell you where to get the thing where does not tell you where to get the things that you need to beat the game. Mm. And in that way, it's very much like the original legend of Zelda. You basically pick up, uh, pages of an instruction booklet, exactly like an NES instruction booklet with like notes in the margins, um, to kind of help you learn the mechanics of the game, tell you kind of about the world that you're in, um, none of the language is comprehensible to you except for like places. Mm. Um, so like you don't really get a lot of guidance. You have to just kind of like find stuff and explore. And unless you are kitted out with the stuff that you need, like a sword and a shield in some ranged attacks, the enemies in this game are really punishing. And, um, I am having fun with this game. Although the, tight 
combat of a Elden Ring or a uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, that's not what's here. So there is a, a little bit of frustration with just like the moment to moment combat of not being that like deep or tight. Um, but it is really fun to just kind of explore and um, uncover some of the mysteries that are happening in this little world. And um, a lot of the kind of cosmic beings you find are also foxes. So I'm kind of intrigued about what that means uh, for this character and this little guy. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And this was mostly made by one dev. He did eventually after like years into the uh, process, like get some, get some more people on board to, uh, uh, to, to help with that. But, um, yeah, this was mostly done by one person. It's been in development for like six and a half years, something like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's cool that it's finally out. And it's on uh, Xbox uh, Series X and S and Xbox One. It's timed exclusive for consoles, and mm. uh, it'll and it's also out for PC and uh, and Mac. Oh, and now, Mac. Yeah, um, yeah. You play on Mac. Wow, that's that's, that's rare. Kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I noticed in the art, just like the cover art for this game. Yeah, it does look to be calling back Zelda like pretty, pretty hard. hard. Like yeah. the shield looks very, very similar to the Hillian shield. So like yep. how much is this game leaning on nostalgia and on like, hey, remember Zelda? I, I think it's saying remember Zelda, but it's saying remember Zelda to a version of the game that I don't think anyone alive is really uh, that versed on. Like I feel mm. like the earliest versions of Zelda the any the very much the NES version of the Legend of Zelda is kind of what this is pulling from, and like that is not a game that I think most contemporaries have a lot of familiarity with. I think, I think most people nowadays really feel like Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time is probably their first touchstone. I'm increasingly and sadly uh, being made aware of more people who were like Wind Waker is my first Zelda or oh, whatever. No, uh-huh. um, which is like, which which like I, like blessings to you. That is a hell of a first Zelda to to get to experience. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, for for me that did grow up playing the Legend of Zelda the original and did not get any of the. I would say quality of life bits that the later ones did. Yeah. Tunic is really stripping away a lot of the um, the handholding that comes with the later Zeldas and more into a a bit of a more mysterious and uh, difficult to grasp adventure. Kind of like a a Dark Souls, you might say. <laughs> Well, and and not to not to like totally, um, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't bury the lead. This game does take a lot from Dark Souls, and actually reminded me a lot of Elden Ring, which was really weird because that's not a that's not something I really expected from this game. Um, but it does have bonfires. It does have uh, collecting your your. They don't even call them something, but basically your currency from where you die. Um, and it does have a lot of that DNA, um, and and I think that's okay. I think it's that game definitely came out. Tunic definitely came out at a weird time though, because one Death's Door uh, came out a few months ago, and I think did this in a lot of ways maybe a little bit better. I think Death's mm. Door is still a really good game that people should check out. Um, 
and then Elden Ring came out just you know a few weeks ago. So this this one I, I imagine will be one of those games that people will be picking up in like six months and trying out, right? Um, because right. they're probably still totally bogged down with a bunch of other really good games that have just come out recently. But when you do pick it up, I I have been having fun with it. I still go back to it. Um, almost every day to like, you know, put another hour in or whatever. So it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah. Dylan, what, uh, what game of 2020 <laughs> are you playing right now? <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Not to gonna... make fun. I think it's great that you are, are like always behind in like the, cause it's nice to not be on the hype cycle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I actually, uh, I just finished uh, Mega Man Seven Remake. Um, Mega Man Seven Remake. Oh, was, no, is it the one that Final Fantasy Seven Remake? <laughs> I'm just going with the Mega <laughs> Man thing again. Because they actually, yeah, someone good. actually, they actually did make a Mega Man Seven that's in like the classic Mega Man engine instead of the biggest. And, okay, anyway. But yeah, just finished that, which uh, was wild. Um, as someone who, uh, when did the, when did the original Final Fantasy Seven come out? Like ninety ninety seven. 97 so that's four yeah yeah um and my <laughs> oh, experience no. my experience with final fantasy is one of my neighbors had it and i remember yeah. sitting at the main menu and i remember the uh scorpion fight uh and i remember the music and that was basically it yeah um so aside from like the spoiler which didn't even end up being in this which i was not prepared for because i didn't realize yeah. how early this thing cuts out mm-hmm. um that was a, that was it's wild to experience it for the first time, like oh, in shit. this form. Like it's just really strange yeah. after hearing people talk about it for a, for a very very long time. Do you, do you like it? Like, are you by the yeah, end? Were you like, you like, oh it? shit, I want I want part two. Oh, it was no, it was great. It was it was it was really good, oh. and I can't more than anything. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the story's great, all that crap too. But like, I can't get over the soundtrack. <laughs> Oh, the soundtrack oh. is so good. Oh, the way yes. they modernize yeah. that. Yep. It's just like hearing modern equivalents of N64 songs. Like I hear sounds that games don't make anymore. Right. <laughs> it's just like, it, 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 like I posted like um, clip after clip of just music and shit. Like, like the, uh, the zone music that's in like the, the section seven, like dumps essentially. Uh-huh. It goes way harder than it needs to. Like I'm like I'm yeah. like in that zone, and I'm just like this is great, and it's just for some random zone that just has monsters. Um, yep. But no, I, I I really loved it. Really appreciated it. Uh, um, did not see half of the stuff coming because again, didn't. I'm I'm surprised that I managed to avoid so many spoilers. Me too. Over- I was gonna say that. Like I'm not you not knowing where it kind of cut off. That that's shocking to me. I feel like people have been pretty freely talking about that for a while. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was like one of the one of the main points that everyone says. Like, hey, yeah. just so you know, th- this is a part one, and it cuts off exactly here. But also, yeah. this it changes the end of that particular scenario. And I'm like, oh shit. Well. Thanks, I guess, for telling Thanks. everyone what happens. <laughs> <Got down. laughs> yeah, but I, I had like no clue, no clue what the ghost things were. Like whispers, bro. That's yeah, mm. wild. Literally, um, nothing. Didn't even know uh, about like who Aerith is. Nothing. Knew nothing going in. Um, outside of that, the the one twist. Um, so yeah, it was mm. it was it was great. I really loved it. Gorgeous game. Couldn't stop taking screenshots. Oh yeah, that um, game is. Did you play it on PS5? 
Yeah. 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 Yeah, that game yeah. looks really good on PS5. Yeah, yeah it looks uh, super yeah. Oh, good. I, I wish you played it on PS4 when they still had the OG textures. That should look nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It's like the most one of the most beautiful games, and they have like really low res textures in yeah. like some of the backgrounds. It's just like really funny. Yeah, that um, was really that was wild. I'm kind of I'm kind of almost uh, envious of someone who can experience remake or seven for the first time through remake. Cause yeah, that's, that's dope. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll play it. Cause I never you should played seven or way um, back in the day. Cause I never had a PlayStation. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, the seven remake is if Hades had not come out the same year, it would have easily been my, my game of the year. Mm. Yeah. I feel so like you guys, that. yeah, you guys played the original, right? Yes. yes. Um, so interesting as someone who has played, my, my Final Fantasy experience is 13, 13, 2, 15, 14. <laughs> so, so all the best ones. That's, that's, the, funniest, that's, shit. that's the funniest fucking thing. That's so, so I knew funny. that like Sid was in all of them, but I had no idea that like Biggs and Wedge also went through some of them. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. And it was just funny. Star Wars? Just, oh, God. Yeah. Was, I mean, that's. Uh, the, do, do you not know that, Merritt? No. Nope. They. That's that is a thing that they do. They put bigs and wedge like Star oh, Wars. Oh, because I started playing Final Fantasy VI for the first time recently. Yeah, and there's two guys at the beginning of the game named Bigs and Wedge. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's where yeah. that started. I think six is where that started. Yeah, Sid's always been a thing, but I think Bigs and Wedge, because I, I don't. I just played four recently, and yeah. I don't think four had a Bigs and Wedge. I don't so. think four or five had it. I think it starts with six, and then they do it pretty consistently throughout. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Really good game. I'm super happy you played that, Dylan. For real. Yeah, like that's, me too. It's really it's good game. Uh, definitely at the top of my list right now for the best yeah, games yeah. I beat this year. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, well, hop hop on board to the for the train of waiting for part two in 2025. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Is that when it's actually coming? I have no idea, but yeah, that I mean, seems optimistic to me. That's all right. I got I got 14 to play through. I just beat Storm Hell last yeah. night. So. Hell yeah! Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, Dylan has the the hits of the last decade. <laughs> To, uh, yeah, do you, do, Michael, do you know that that Dylan basically yeah. has played? He's playing through his backlog in chronological order, so he's basically uh, two years behind. Oh, what? I it's, I, I stopped doing that for the most part. I, I just uh, okay. I, I put my backlog into how long to beat, and then I hit the random button until I get a game I feel like playing. Uh, okay. <laughs> so well, that's smart. I mean, you should. I, I I've I've devised a way to kind of. Uh, like detach myself from the concept of a backlog and mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't give a fuck if this game is like five years old. If I want to play yeah. it, I'm going to play it. So, right. you know, you're, you're, you're onto something, Dylan. Yeah. I'm playing Death's Door now. So <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. It's a good game. My, um, my solution to that problem is I play things that have either come out this year or five or more years ago. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> if something comes out this year and I'm like, Oh, that looks cool, but I don't think I'm going to get to it. I'm like, I'm not going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's and that's fine you know what that's fine i'm i gotta play final fantasy 6 and Hell yeah. uh, uh phantom dust oh man I, i'd love to go play those old final fantasies but i just can't oh, pixel can't. remasters is out if you want to drop 80 dollars on some fucking 20 plus year old games I, uh, no not even like 20 yeah it's like 25 plus years yeah i didn't feel like doing that so yeah, I, I just didn't um, I just stole them. <laughs> you're a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Damn, pirate. Wow, I just, you're, you're a robot I, master. Pirate man. Pirate man. Pirate man. He steals things. I just, speaking of pirate man and 
no, not really, but kind of that same. Hey, wait, did they just get the Mega Man thing from Astro Boy? They're like, oh, our guy's going to be a man, not a boy. Right. Um, <laughs> kind of feels like that. I played Astro Boy Omega Factor for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, that game's very good. Oh, well. It's a treasure um, of Gunstar Heroes fame and uh, and Sega Hitmaker, also known as Sega AM2. Um, but yeah, no, if you like treasure games or, or beat-em-ups or action games, uh, definitely play it. And uh, it kind of introduced me to um, Tezuka's work because I didn't really know much of his stuff before that. So I'm going to go read some of it now. Also has a Buckwild um, fake-out ending that I won't spoil in case anyone wants Ooh, to play it. Astro Ooh. Boy spoilers. Watch yeah. out. It goes it goes places. Damn, hell yeah. uh, Michael. Ooh. Okay. You just finished... Uh, Speaking of Final Fantasy, you just finished Ooh. the other one, the new one, Ooh. right? I just played one of the top 10 Final Fantasies, baby. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen. Wow. Okay. Dylan, you just finished 7 Remake. I got a game that probably does combat better than 7 Remake. It's called Final Fantasy Origin. Stranger in Paradise. Stranger of Stranger of Paradise. One Stranger. Stranger of one Paradise. Stranger, just please. one Stranger. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy Origin. I finished it last night, and I had a feeling early on when I started like playing the game. I was I'm into this big like big time. Even if it's just like dumb big dumb bullshit. This meathead dude wanting to kill chaos. Like yeah. I can get behind this. This is fun. Like the idea of this is fun. Um, and I think they 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 play off that really well in the beginning. Um, but Oh, speaking of a game that goes places, holy shit. This <laughs> there's a point in this game where the the story starts to things start to crack a little bit uh in terms of uh uncovering the mystery. It's really it like it takes its time to get there. So a lot off the like most of the game, you're like, okay, I'm gonna kill the next thing of chaos, kill the next thing of chaos. Okay, this is cool, it's a fun game. It's kind of dumb, but all right. If this is it, that's fine. If it's anything more cool. And then it just like toward the the I guess the last quarter of that game is completely it's not I wouldn't say it's tone changes, but it's a lot. And I think um, I don't I don't want to talk about specifics, of course, but I do want to let folks know that uh, there is a lot more to this game than what you see, what your first impression is or what you might know from the memes or from Mm. the the trailers and stuff like it still has a, a consistent with it's still consistent with that tone and attitude. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it it does more with it as it goes on. And I'm pretty impressed. I mean, it's, of course, got a lot of flaws in terms of gameplay and its storytelling still. I will admit that much. But for what it what it ended up doing, I fucking loved it. It was I was I'm like really impressed that the what they did with it, uh, considering what they showed first. But like even detached from it's uh, it's like marketing or it's uh, first impression what you might get from the demo. I still think it's uh, I think it's it's a it's a great game that I think people should give a try. Uh, especially it's it has like that it's made by Team Ninja, so it has the lineage of Neo and Neo Two. So the gameplay is solid and it still takes a lot of that core design ethos along with it in a little bit more of a casual manner, but or approachable manner. But also it the way it a- adapts the job system from Final Fantasies of Yore. It's you're constantly level you're constantly wanting to try different jobs and they cap out at level 30 and you can level up a, a job in like two dungeons. So you move on to the next thing, move on to yeah. the next thing until you really find something you really like. 
and just uh, spec that out, stick with that. Because the leveling system, the the jobs cap out at 30, but your your actual strength of your characters are attached to your gear you're wearing. Um, so it, it has a lot of variety. Like for me, I stuck mostly with an axe build and um, stuck with that. But also I, I was leveling up mages, different mage jobs, and like had this really good flow because you can equip two and swap them on the fly. There's a lot of depth of combat that at first I was like, I don't know if this game warrants that level of depth in the combat, yeah. but I think there you will run into some walls and I think you it kind of encourages you to think smarter about your build and how you wield the different abilities you get with mm-hmm. each of the different jobs you have. Um, some of it's pretty frustrating, especially like towards the end, like some of those battles are just straight up frustrating and I just bang my head against the wall and like experiment with different things. And then once it once I figured that, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like it really... Uh, brings out the best in that job system. So gameplay wise, it, the dungeons are whatever, like they're designed, whatever they're mostly corridors and then a room yeah, corridors the, and then a room. So. The designs of the dungeons I've seen, like I, I think I've played through four of them at this point mm-hmm. that they're pretty bad. I mean, in terms mm-hmm. of like, they're, they're just not interesting. Right. But like the combat's yeah. really, really fun though. Yeah. I think the, the, the I think the, the way they're designed, they serve their purpose. Like sure. I don't, yeah. they're not spectacular, but, I'm I'm okay with it. Right. Um, it's like, okay, I'll funnel me to the next combat arena or whatever. Or yeah. Um uh, so it's fine. It it's it's cool. Like I just I was always eager, like throughout playing that game, I was always eager to keep playing and see what happens next. As soon as I saw started to see like th- like the 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 seams start to crack with the with the story, I was like, oh shit, I need to keep going. I need to find out what happens next. I need to find out what happens next. Um it's a great game. I think uh, more people should give it a try, uh, and like the the way it handles, like it has a has a casual mode, and you can flip it at any time. So uh, if things are too hard, if you're not like really into the Souls like difficulty or combat, you can know uh, you can do that and kind of see what this game's about, or you can just watch the cutscenes. Uh, I think that <laughs> cutscenes are so fucking. Oh my god, this game is so funny! Holy shit, this shit's so. Oh my, I. Mm. It's it's my favorite game of the year so far. I'm not even gonna lie. Wow. It's that's amazing. Play, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm all in on this, man. Okay. Last thing I'll say is that I was I was deep in the game. I was like, yo, I'm gonna be pissed if this game makes me cry. Mm. There are two moments that game got me tearing up. No I'm way. I'm not even gonna lie. Wow. That game got me tear teared up. I think it's because like I'm over emotional. I get attached for different reasons. But I think sure. I always. I always what makes me weak is um, when uh, I think men like male characters who who have like this 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 rough exterior who start to show emotion that gets me and also the power of friendship gets me so and that's all I'll say about uh, it with regards to uh, Stranger Paradise uh they it's it's so corny it's so dumb if i explained it to somebody like yo that shit sounds wild corny and i'm like it is but it got me so yeah man oh dude (laughs) this fucking game y'all yeah i still want to it's like one of the four games i'm playing right now and it's i'm still enjoying it so yeah um i look forward to getting where where you are where i'm getting emotionally (sighs) attached to jack and his good good friends I, I said on Twitter, it's not a hot take. I'll stand by this. I don't know how Dylan going to feel about this, but Jack Chaos over Cloud Strife. Any day damn. of the week, maybe. I mean, wow. Cloud, Cloud sucks. 
Wow. So yeah, that, Cloud's okay. Wow. That's the thing is like, wow. Jack has something going on. Cloud's just like, eh, eh, I guess I'll do this for Avalanche. Eh, eh, yeah, I guess I kind of care now. He um, is kind of like that. Yeah, but Jack's just, like, I know what I'm fucking about and I'm going to do it. At least, so. at least Jack communicates. Cloud just sits there and like ignores anything anyone says to him unless money is involved. Oh yeah. <laughs> listen, he's a, listen. He's a mercenary. What do you like, want him to do? He's just doing what, his job. Like you know? shit's going wrong, and Tifa's like super emotional. And every five seconds, he's just like Tifa, and that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> say something. Comfort her. What are you doing? Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Uh, that's that on that. Um, oh, I reviewed Ghostwire. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it uh, too much here, but y'all should peep the review on fanbyte.com. Yeah. And because I put a lot of words there so you can read that instead of listening to me talk about it. But um, not too impressed. Unfortunately, I don't think Ghostwire mm. is great. Um, some of it's fun, but seems open pretty shallow. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, over I, I basically spent two thousand words to basically tell everyone like Man, this game's kind of shallow. So <laughs> it's good though. Your piece is good. You should oh, thank everyone you. should read it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Hmm. Well, I might play Stranger in Paradise or Stranger of Paradise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God squares. No one knows the title. Leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of naming conventions, uh, we're going to play one last game before we kick off called Speed Pitching. Maybe a few of you are familiar with it. Uh, we're going to do things a little different this time, um, but uh, we'll we'll get started. And basically, the idea is that I have generated fictional game titles using a video game name generator, video game na.me is the website. And uh, what I want you to do is uh, tell me what this is. Tell me what this game is about. Uh, narrative gameplay, just real quick. I'm going to give you a minute to explain, um, and then I will give you points based on how good I think your pitch was, and uh, we'll take it from there. So, um, Michael, do oh, you want to start geez. off? Okay. Um, damn. Well, no, sure. Well, you don't have to start talking yet because I haven't told you what the the thing yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you know. Uh, so uh, I, what your uh, your title is is um. The Last Ping Pong Boy. <laughs> the Last Ping Pong Boy. I'll give you a few seconds to sort of think about what that might involve. Okay. So I got to I gotta pitch you on a game called The Last Ping Pong Boy. I got a minute. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what The Last okay. Ping Pong Boy is all about and why I should be excited for it. Looking forward to Q3. Okay. Um, and uh, you can start whenever you're ready. Okay. Y'all remember the game Golf Story? Uh, where it's a story-based game where you kind of walk around in the world and play golf, but it's not really a golf game. That's what Last Ping Pong Boy is. You go around and you play ping pong with each other, but what you realize is that through the power of friendship and playing ping pong with other people, 
people open up to you, so then it's an RPG, so then it turns into a visual novel where you develop relationships. And then after you develop relationships, uh, you um, you uh, play ping pong against the the big ping pong boss, and then you realize that the ping pong boss went through a lot of trauma and was a bully to everyone else in the ping pong world. And um, But defeating him only makes him more angry, so he devours all of your other ping pong buddies and then fuses into one big ping pong uh, person. And at the end, you, well, why am I telling you the end if I'm pitching you on it? But at the end, uh, you get swallowed. Also, you actually die. And the last ping pong boy is actually that final boss who devoured everyone. And there's no what? more ping pong in the world. It's a really sad story, actually. So, oh my uh, God. Play that okay, show. well, you, you are out of time, but wow, that went places. Mm-hmm. That went from cute sports RPG to like JRPG, mm-hmm. like killing God shit to like, no, God's killing you. This is just the game yeah. that I want. I mean, I would play that game. I would play, you know, this is the problem with this segment is we always end up coming up with ideas that are actually like really dope. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's great. I'm going to give you a bunch of points for that one. Um, Congrats. Uh, Dylan, how about, tell me about subterranean racing bastards. Subterranean racing bastards. Subterranean racing bastards. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, whenever you are ready, yeah, you can go ahead. So I think this is like a spinoff of the Deep Rock Galactic franchise. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but instead of like fighting bugs, you're racing bugs. So what you're doing, like you're you're digging into. Uh, the ground, you know, clearing out the area uh, and building your own racetrack. Um, and then you have to go out and capture the bugs that you're going to drive. This is like a four-player, you know, co-op game uh, where you'll have to go out, capture your bugs, and then you get to customize them and swap out parts. And, uh, you know, if you want, you can swap out their, their limbs for wheels. Uh, it's not very uh, ethical uh, title, but you could get... <laughs> well, paid. they are bastards. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then you can go ahead and race them, and it has power-ups just like Mario Kart and stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like the idea of a racing game where you build the track first. Yeah. Um, where, like, everyone's building the track. You build oh, in little, yeah, like, thing, little traps and stuff. Or maybe you only see the part of the track that you're digging out. Um, that's good. That's very good. Points for you for, for subterranean racing bastards. Um, I would never have made the the connection to like a Deep Rock Galactic, but I think we should probably bring it up to them. I think they just made a board game. Did they? Did they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that game. That game is huge. Yeah. Um. All right, John. Tell me about Rockin' Casino of Might and Magic. <laughs> That's <laughs> sick. Okay. <clears throat> Rock and Casino of Mind Magic. <clears throat> you are the general manager of the Magic Casino from one of the worlds of Mind Magic. And you are basically responsible for touring the floor of the casino while, uh, you know, while the evening is progressing. You've got a lot of different races coming into the interior door. Goblins at the poker table, 
orcs at blackjack or magic blackjack whatever whatever cool fantasy title there is um and basically your job is to suss out who's cheating um and what you can do is get into cool little magic battles with the people that you suspect you're cheating but you've also got to basically create like a balance like you can't just be causing ruckuses at your casino all the time mm. otherwise you're gonna get a reputation for being the ruckus causing casino man and then no one's gonna come to your casino so you have to keep attendance very high at your magic casino yes yes um but uh, you're also managing the ruffians that are coming in and out, right? So um, there's a little bit of like town building stuff, you know, like how do you invest? Like, do you invest in like a nice restaurant? Um, do you invest in like more security? Do you invest in better uh, dealers that are just like super personable and cool? Um, it's yeah. it's a it's a slice of life and first person magic okay. combat game. Um, and it's yeah. uh, it's very cool. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I did let you go over a bit because I was pretty oh, enamored with the idea. Okay. Um, but I I don't know if this is exactly what you're pitching, but the mm. idea of a game where you are in a casino and you're using your magical or psychic powers to determine who is and is not cheating, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe like he is basically papers, please except. Not at all like that because you're a psychic <laughs> uh, security guard at a casino and then people will try to like bribe you or like, uh, you know, get you to look the other way. Right, right. Uh, and if you throw too many people out, then you get in trouble. But yeah. Like, it's white like papers, please, but yeah. just not saying anything about the world. It's not it's making definitely a statement not saying about anything. Yeah. Um, well, that's very good. So points for you as well. Thanks. And I did say that this was a little different than normal. And mm-hmm. what's different about it is that um, we are going to develop sequels for these titles Ooh. as well. Um, okay. But there are going to be some conditions because game okay. development isn't just a free-for-all where you get to do whatever you want. Right. Sometimes you have to add features that those directives come on down from above and you have to work those in however you can. So um, we are going to rotate on this too. And so, um, Michael, I would like you to take mm-hmm. Subterranean mm-hmm. Racing Bastards and oh. make the sequel um but crucially, I do want it to be a Souls like. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, okay. So uh, we're taking the original uh, cart gameplay mm-hmm. of Subterranean Racing Bastards, where you mutilate bugs and put wheels on them to race through tunnels that you've dug. But it does need to be a Dark Souls like experience. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I'll start now. Okay. So what happens is that we, 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 we take this game, we lean a little bit more into the it, Road Rash, right? So it's a little bit more weapons based uh, and you uh, get different weapons, you get different gear and uh, whatever subterranean vehicle thing that you're using, um, you'll have different abilities on your left and right and you race through these, these tracks which are kind of modeled after dungeons a little bit. So like they're an endless loop. So you kind of have to you have kind of have, it's you have to kind of chase your enemies, chase your boss, uh, not not your boss in work, but like the boss of that of that track mm, or that level, mm. um, and then uh, so it is a, there is a, a little bit of you know controlling your vehicle or your subterranean vehicle, whatever the fuck you call it, 
and but also the combat is like road rash and it's really fucking difficult uh, and you're not gonna like this game because it doesn't have necessarily the, 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 the tactile feel of a Souls but you know what we're gonna give it a try and uh, I think this is gonna be a, a great sequel that um, that folks are really gonna really gonna dig it's gonna have a cult following I promise hey I like that they're really gonna di- you'll really dig this dig, game yeah because you'll be digging <laughs> holes in it. Dark holes. Dark, Dark holes. Souls. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, Subterranean Racing Bastards 2, Dark Holes. Yeah. Dark holes. That's yeah. good. I hate this. Yeah. Points. So many points. I'm giving you a lot of points right now. Uh, I love that. Dylan, I want you to create the sequel to Rock and Casino of Might and Magic, but... Uh, we just got acquired by Sony, and it does have to be a live service game. <laughs> oh, a live service game. All right. So, uh, expanding upon the original, what what we're going to do is, you still do all that stuff, too. Like, you can go first person. You can do your, you know, papers, please, figuring out who's cheating and battle them and all that stuff. But also, we're going to lean into, like, the city builder kind of aspect of to it kind of like two-point hospital i guess and you know there'll be like different you can add different rooms different restaurants that kind of stuff uh but this way you know we can keep releasing updates and expansion packs and season passes where you can unlock like special appearances uh you know like different uh card tables um, different restaurants. We can even do like a sponsored deal with Taco Bell because you know, like everyone's doing sponsored deals oh. now. You know, like we have Doctor Strange in Fortnite. Why not Taco Bell in our casino game? You know, there's really no reason not to. And we'll just keep expanding, uh, adding those season passes, adding you know different features over time. Um, and then we'll have our casino vault system, so that when our game gets too big, we can retire specific parts of it so that you can't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> it'll, it'll be real fun. Wow. wow. Uh, I'm like going to say ouch for Bungie there. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do love the idea of grinding on my uh, my Rock and Casino of Might and Magic season pass to unlock the Taco Bell for yeah. my casino. So big, I'm going to give you, blast. <laughs> give you a Ooh. bunch of points for that one. Yeah. Yes. Really uh, um, and John, I want you to take the last ping pong boy and... Um, Listen, we really, really, really still want to make the Oculus work. We're so desperate. We we tried changing it to meta. Uh, Palmer Lucky is just out there every day making an ass of himself. Oh, gross. And he's still kind of associated with the brand. So, like, that's not great. I want you to... I think this is going to be our new flagship title for the quest. So, I want you to take the last ping pong boy and make it into a VR experience. Now, this is the... This is the game that ended with God eating you and nothing yes. matters. And so I yes, you want a sequel correct. to that uh, um, on Oculus. It could okay. be a reimagining. Um, no, no, like no, 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 no. I'd rather, I'd rather have the challenge of it being Let's a sequel. Let's have a new sequel then, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you are the last ping pong ball boy. You've been devoured by the God. And you're now in a plane of existence that you don't understand. And you're looking around. You look down at your hand. There's a beautiful vista, but there's nothing on the horizon. But there is a ethereal stone pathway in front of you. And you look down, and in your right hand or left hand, depending on which hand you are, uh, is a ping pong paddle. It is attached to your hand. 
it is not moving. As you walk toward this, the, the horizon, uh, a, a giant city appears before you. It is the afterlife. The god who has devoured you is testing you. You must play ping pong to get out of the afterlife and back into an existence to renew again, to restart again. The entire existence of humanity, of the universe, is up to you to basically beat a tower of demigods mm. that the god has previously devoured. And once you get to the end of that, you then can play against the god in a one-on-one -on -one VR ping pong battle to ascend out of this and to start life anew. Oh my god. Wow. I'm so I'm so proud of my sequel. I, oh my god. You laid the foundation perfectly. I think perfectly. John's really uh, handled this property really well. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be a, a great crossover hit for, you know, hardcore gamers but also like kids and like older people. Um really philosophical. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on narratively, um, mechanically. Mm -hmm. You start growing extra ping pong paddles out of your arms oh, or something. Sick, yes. um, to me, this just sounds like Asura's Wrath, except you're playing ping pong instead of fighting, <laughs> yeah, which is very right. good. Oh, yes. So uh, you're going to get a bunch right. of points for that. <laughs> <sighs> and this is the problem with this segment is by the end of it, I'm always like, why aren't the final these exist? Why do we have a million games about a guy running around with a sword and zero games about running a magic casino with the Taco Bell in it? <laughs> you know? know? Seems like we should have more of that. Big facts. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to count up these scores. And uh, just, just winning by a hair uh, in our highly scientific uh, scoring method is Dylan Skiffington. Wow. wow. Yeah. This is the first one I've been on that John hasn't won. Well, Michael yeah. and John were both one point behind you, so uh, it's very close. Wow. Um, Dylan, as you may or may not know, the prize of this show is no longer a material good or um, service of any kind. It, in many ways, it's um, kind of an anti-prize because it requires you to do something. But um, you get ownership of uh, this, the picture of Mario that we've been using for a few weeks now until someone else wins. And that, that picture is yours and you own it and you can do whatever you want with it. It's just like an NFT. Um, you don't really own it because I just got it from Google Images and it probably <laughs> belongs to the costume store that I took it from, maybe Walmart. Um, but you do own it. I mean, you, just, you don't really own it, but you own it. Uh, and uh, you can do whatever you want with it. You can add anything, you can change it. It is fungible in that you can totally change it and screw around with it and um it's yours it's in your possession for the next uh, the next week and then it will pass on to the next champion that's awesome. a really that's a really good prize dylan i yeah, think so I'm i mean if you, if you see what it looks like right now it's pretty incredible i'm pretty sure mario is at disney world and um has a, a dragon mouth for an arm and uh, <laughs> uh his dad is looking in on him i will we'll post it on twitter um so you can see how the previous uh champions have uh have enjoyed their prize well that brings us to the end of the show thank you for listening if you like the show please tell your friends tell your dog tell your 
teacher, tell your God, I mean, your God probably already knows about it. Um, tell the, tell the ping pong God who swallowed you whole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you can also, uh, review us on iTunes or wherever. That would be cool. Uh, you can follow us online at Fanbyte Media. Dylan is at Squiblon on Twitter. Michael is at Michael P. Hyam. Uh-huh. Don is at Flappy Adult. Our producer, Jordan, is at Jordan underscore Mallory. I am at Mary Kay. Until next time. Say your prayers to your ping pong god, eat your vitamins, and keep that dial tuned to Channel F. <laughs>